This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host. Today's episode, if this doesn't inspire you of what can happen when someone takes some passion and an idea and gets people in their community to rally around them and support them, this is a story of a normal mom, a normal wife, who just had an idea, had a passion to bring better quality food to the community. And it started with just an idea of a farmer's market. And it started out of a garage. And now it has become a literal a corner staple in the beautiful Swanee Town Center. If you've been down there, you know it's, I call it Swanky Swanee. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is prime real estate. And this is an idea that started with a woman in her garage that said there's a better way to feed our families. And we all know the best restaurants we go to, they have local ingredients, they get their stuff that is fresh, and it just tastes better. And guess what? It's better for you. This is something that I would love to see become, dare I say, a movement in our area. Because look, people get better and they feel better when they're eating good quality food. And so much, and I'm just such a big believer that so much of the the illness, mental illness, physical illness, health issues of all sorts comes down to our bodies are not producing the, the chemical reactions. They need to have good health in all shapes and facets because of the food that we're eating and the foods that we're not eating, to be frank, and the nutrients that are in there and the nutrients that are not in there. And if if we could do something as simple as having access, local access to good nutrient-dense foods, I think we would dramatically reshape how we look, how we feel, and how we function. And we have it right here in Swanee, Georgia, and I'm so excited to share with you this podcast with Nora Lee, who is going to inspire the socks off you. If you have any questions about this, you can email me at northgeorgialifepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, North Georgia Life Podcast. And if her story reminds you of somebody that you know that did something similar that's in our North Georgia area, let me know. We would love to share their story and inspire others. With that, we'll get started. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host, and I have an exciting episode for you today. We are here at the Living Well Farmers Market with the owner-operator, Nora Lee, and I am encouraged by what the operation is here and what it's going to do for a lot of families in our community. So I know you're going to want to take notes and come down and see this operation over the next few months as we get rolling here. And with that as a means of introduction, we'll go ahead and get started. So Nora, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Jake. Thanks for having me. So so you've got kind of an interesting story on how you got here. And I think for a lot of people, you're kind of going to be a local hero uh, oh, because you. you're, you're doing something that a lot of people need. A lot of people just see something like this as a 
kind of a, a too too daunting of a task, but you are you are somebody that literally took an idea brought it into a garage, and now you have a storefront in Swanky Swanee. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, it's been actually my pleasure. This journey has been amazing, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. So so take us back. You're from where? I'm from Virginia. Virginia. I'm from Hampton Roads area of Virginia. Okay. Grew up in a typical suburban town. Okay. A military family. Okay. And you, you've moved around a little bit in your, your life? Yes, I have. I, I was originally in Virginia, Northern Virginia, took me to California, to Northern California, and then to here in Atlanta. Okay. Your passion for, I would say, just good food, good quality food, where did that come from? Was that something you had growing up or you cultivated over your adult life or how did that start? Well, actually, you know, a part of the process was my father, he actually um, died of cancer. Uh, it's a sort of a sad story, but you know, he was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam. Mm. So I've always been sort of um, sensitive to, you know, chemicals and pesticides and things on my food from a pretty early age, from a teenager. Um, it wasn't really until I found out I was pregnant that I became really you're concerned about that mm-hmm. and started doing some research and sort of once you have that knowledge of what's being sprayed on our foods and how it can affect especially babies yeah um, that sort of really sort of made me want to go full organic as much as I could as possible yeah and we were talking about a little bit on the the front end before we started recording about just the the amount of of knowledge that is out there that isn't frou-frou knowledge but it's not communicated to a lot of people from either their doctor's offices or even schools and, and higher education about, you know, some of the the benefits and the, the negative side of some of the things that are just done in the process of bringing food to our table here in America. So no, exactly. I mean, there's so there's a lack of information about certain things. Even the organic industry itself, you know, even though it's certified organic, you're still allowed to spray certain pesticides mm-hmm. that a lot of our farmers, especially the small farmers, know that can be toxic to your body as well. Right. So, um, yeah, there's a lot. There's sort of sometimes a lack of communication, a lack of information that's it's out there for the public. And for a lot of people, it's we don't kind of get into this realm of life until something bad happens, unfortunately. Exactly. For you, you just shared that. For us, it was our, our soon-to-be three-year-old being diagnosed with autism, and then we just, you kind of, you open up a, a box of doing everything you possibly can to help your, your family and yeah. to find any information you can. It's one of those things that is unfortunate that, it takes a place of, of illness or desperation to find information that is actually helpful in, in changing that. And I've shared with multiple people that when we got that diagnosis and we talked with some of the physicians that we had been seeing, there was nothing communicated to us. Uh, it was actually the opposite, that diet could help in some of the symptoms of autism. Uh, within two weeks of us changing his diet, getting him off gluten and dairy and soy, he was a different kid. Yeah. He was, I mean, we saw him laugh for the first time in a way that he had never laughed. Like his brain was understanding funny in a different way. And that was two weeks of just changing his diet. That's amazing. And nothing else. So this is something that's close to our heart. We've been after this, try to, to get down at this table for several months because exactly. you've had a lot going on, which I is have, exciting. I have. So your, your whole focus is pr- providing an avenue for nutrient-dense, organically grown food, no GMOs, no antibiotics, no hormones, 
no synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, additives, no MSG, no nitrates. Basically, as food was meant to be grown, as it was grown, absolutely, decades ago. Yeah, people's grandparents. You know, that's the way they, how they were raised. I keep hearing that my grandmother would, would tell me about the milk she had growing up. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that we actually have found a way to provide that to the public. So the journey to get here. So you're you're now opening up. I, I, as I called it in Swanky Swanee, you're you're right a catty corner to the the BB and T in the is it Swanee Commons? Swanee Town Center. Swanee Town it's, Center. Yeah, we're in the Solus, the new Solus building. Right. Uh, yeah, City of Swanee has been awesome to to help offer me a space in there. Uh, they actually came to me and asked me if I'd be willing to help expand um, the farmers market. So um, they told me about a new building they were coming up with, which is a soulless Swanee Town Center. Mm-hmm. And things went from there. It's yeah. been great. And this is something that a lot of people want, want and they just don't know it's here. And so that's the whole point of getting you on the podcast is yeah. people to know that you're here and to have access and kind of know the story behind how we got here. So you is it true you started kind of this out of your at a garage yes typical small business started in my garage um started off with a local produce box company organic produce that would deliver to my house and they said if you get a bunch of people to join six or more then we'll call you a co-op so that's sort of how i started off as swanee whole life co-op um and then next thing i know a year later i had 110 families coming to my garage Climbing up my hill to gather their, their groceries. <laughs> we went from produce box to we expanded to some farms I was already working with for milk and eggs. Um, and now here we are about to open a store. Wow. Yeah. It's That's been, amazing. It's been fun. I mean, I've had so much support from families like you who have kids who mm-hmm. they want to make sure they're eating healthy or have health issues, you mm-hmm. know, young and old. So. Yeah. Yeah. And as I've, as I've shared with a lot of people in our journey with our, our little one, it, People often say it's too expensive to eat healthy. For us, it was, you know, we were in the pediatricians at least once a month up until changing his diet. And then, you know, as I shared, he's, he's in preschool now, so it's kind of a disease factory. But, but up until that point, when we changed his diet, he, he, he hadn't been sick in, in nine months. Exactly. There's, the it's, health, am, it's amazing. I haven't taken my kids really to the pediatrician forever because they're never sick. When you, I, when you eat really good, clean food, you tend to be sick less. Yeah. And, and also, it's very, food is healing. If you're, if you're avoiding all those chemicals and toxins, then your body doesn't have to work overload to, right. to keep you healthy. Let's talk about some of those things because when you hear farmer's market, a lot of people think truck with watermelons and tomatoes and cantaloupes on the side of the road. That is not even close to what you have. You have, I was checking out the website, so if you're, and we'll get to this, all the information about how to find us online uh, at the end of this, but you've got, I mean, this is like almost a... I want to say like a boutique. I mean, it's, I mean, you're kind of, I was like blown away at some of the, the things. So you've got things from the probiotics, prepared foods, pestos, hummus, balsamics, kefir, kimchi for those people who are, are all over that stuff, local raw honey. You've got gift baskets for people who just want to give something nice to, to somebody as a, as a gift. You've got things that a lot of people would not associate with being at a farmer's market, like some baked goods. I saw you have eggnog pound cake, which sounds amazing. <laughs> amazing jelly cream cheese turnovers cinnamon rolls and then you've got things for you know body products from natural soaps deodorants essential oils things like that and then 
all sorts of the normal stuff, the, the eggs, the, the bread products, the meats. I saw that there's water buffalo on here. There is water buffalo. For your hard-to-find shopper in the yes, family. absolutely. Alpaca. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then your, your produce as well. So it's, I mean, it's really, you have all of the, the essentials and then some of kind of a, a core of a grocery store. But it's organic, it's natural, and it's local. And it's, yes, and it's, and it's clean. And so I've sort of taken that open-air farmer's market but added a little bit of technology to it mm-hmm. because like my, I actually had an experience. I was a vendor at a farmer's market, so I know what it's like to sit there for 12 hours in the heat and sort of bring stuff and hope that it sells. So for the farmers, um, this is a way that they are guaranteed sales. Yeah. So how it works is... Um, you can order online. You can even be in your pajamas at mm-hmm. one o'clock in the morning and be ordering on our website. And then you come to our host location and pick up. But when we open the store, we're actually gonna be open uh, Monday through Friday and you can come in and pick up items without an order. Mm-hmm. But we just like to have the farmers have guaranteed orders because that really right. helps them be, be in the fields longer, do what they have to do as opposed to having to bring it somewhere and hope that it sells. Yeah, and it's, it's so encouraging and, and really inspiring that there's, there's such a vast variety of products that you have to offer that everybody is of the same mindset of as natural as it can Absolutely. from start to finish, yeah. from the soil to the plant to the harvesting. We, we wonder why there's so much disease that's come up in our, in our country, in particular our country, in the last 50 to 70 years. And you look at how the agriculture industry has changed and you wonder why all this stuff wasn't here so long ago. No, exactly. A lot of our farmers, they want to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. Some of them have health, health problems, and they want, to, they want to make sure that the future generations don't have those same issues. Yeah. What's been the most challenging part of start, I don't say finish, but from the starting point to getting here where you're at now? Well, you know, a part of it is is really been like I think I was telling you earlier about the information that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some things come out about organic being, you know, no difference between organic and conventional um, nutritionally, and that's probably correct. But they tend to lack the information about the pesticides and the toxins that are in those conventional foods. Mm-hmm. So that's been a challenge. And you know, like, like you were saying, uh, a lot of people think it's, it costs so much to eat this way well it really does in the long run you once you you plan to eat or you choose really high quality foods you actually sort of tend to eat less Mm because you're not craving all those sugars or your body your body is satisfied with those healthy foods right if you could go back to when you started would would you do anything differently is there things that over the course of your journey that you're like oh i wish i could have you know, changed how we did that or, you know, started this earlier or anything like that? You know, I, I think that there's always a time and a purpose for everything. And sometimes I, do, I did want to, like, speed things up, and even with this build-out that we're currently going through. But I think everything has a time. Um, so I started off really small, and then I've just, you know, gained a few products and gained more members. Mm-hmm. And the journey, I think, actually has been pretty smooth. I mean, we have obstacles all the time as far as finding host locations and mm-hmm. things like that. But everything seems to work out and has flowed pretty well for that's, me. That's great. Because this, honestly, for me, I'm, my mind thinks kind of logistic operationally. And, like, this is, to me, this would be such a mentally daunting thing of – having an idea that you want to provide basically clean food, organic food to potentially the masses and you're starting out 
as a wife and a mom and a garage. Exactly. You know, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of community support and close friends help me in this journey. So being supportive and, you know, volunteers at the market, I couldn't mm-hmm. do this by myself for sure. So there's so many people um, that have helped me along the way. Uh, even the, the farmers themselves, too, have been mm-hmm. very supportive. And I was going to ask, I and mean, we were sharing, I, I meet with a, a lot of people on a, on a regular basis with my career in real estate that are retiring. They're, we've got a lot of people that are finding their forever home. They're in that retirement right. stage. And they are, this is something that they're passionate about. Do you have the ability for people to volunteer? What does a volunteer look like for your operation as far as what they do? Uh, because I mean, people that are in that that farming gardening thing, this is a this is a life passion of theirs, and they're to have a an outlet or a resource that they can be part of something like this in improving the health and lifestyle of the community members around them. You know, they're like, how do I sign up? No, exactly. I I do have a lot of retirees actually that help me out and volunteer, and they they love it. It's a, it's a great outlet for them to connect to other families in the community um, and they, they really helped me as far as getting items together in preparation for the, the market. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're at the new store I'll definitely need some help with volunteers helping me you know, make sure the store is ready to go and everything. Um, so there's, there's a sign up we have online where you can sign up to take a shift we say like mm-hmm. just a one hour shift but yep. it's amazing just seeing my volunteers interact with the families that come in even the small kids it's really a sense of community that's being built mm-hmm. at our market what's your favorite thing about what you do uh, just that just that sense of community having people come in um, the kids come up and they hug they come up and hug me or <laughs> hug the volunteers i've been called the milk lady before <laughs> which i don't, i think is hilarious but it's just been seeing the kids and just knowing that you know they're excited they sometimes they think it's the most exciting thing to come to market to yeah, see to see everything that's it's here awesome. yeah do you have any best memories best stories from uh, your from your journey here yeah we we do some farm tours and i a lot of the great memories come from those and there's one in particular that I just I can't forget is we were at this one farm he had pasture raised chickens and so mm-hmm. the chickens are just out on the pasture just roaming around and just so so not you know they're actually nice chickens and the kids we had some kids there a large group of kids and the farmer said he gave them all egg cartons that go go ahead and go collect eggs and the kids were running around almost like it was Easter Easter egg hunt, <laughs> uh, and so they were collecting eggs, their, their their eggs, and then all of a sudden we see this this hen. She's sitting there, and she's laying an egg right in front of the kids. Oh wow! And they're all like surrounding her, and she's looking at them like, "What's going?" And then he, the farmer said, "Go ahead, you can you can you can grab that." And it was like a warm egg. So they, they were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this!" Yeah. So it was a really great way to that that kids had that connection. Yeah to where their food comes from as opposed to the grocery shelves right you know so that was something you, I, I couldn't even recreate it yeah. I mean it was amazing and of course the parents were so happy mm-hmm. you know they were they were amazed too because they themselves had never seen yeah a chicken lay an egg literally <laughs> lay an egg right in front yeah. of the kids and everybody so. so share a little bit about that how does if this is like in our area there's a uh, there's a lot of homeschool co-ops where they do field trips, science trips, stuff like that. This would be probably good for a lot of different categories of education, but for a family that maybe wants to get involved, that what you just described sounds like an amazing thing for them to do. How do they find out about that, get involved in something like that? We, we try to do at least two 
farm visits a year okay. to get the community involved so they can actually meet the pharmacy who provides um, the food for them. So uh, our mailing list is probably the best way to get on that. Um, okay. And that's you can do that via the website okay. at uh, livingwellga.com okay. um, and get on our mailing list there. And then I send out, I send out weekly newsletters. So if we have a farm visit coming up, I would give people you know, advance notice about that. But usually that tends to be more so in the spring and summer. Just the weather is just a little bit right, right, right here, right. you know? <laughs> What's the, if you had one area where you'd like to see the most growth or expansion over the coming year, what would it be? So my, my son is doing ho- hoodies for the homeless right now. Uh-huh. Um, my family has a big heart for those who are less fortunate. It's sort of, sort of, you know, families sometimes can't afford this kind of food. And mm-hmm. I know when people are going through a hard time, it can be expensive. So there's many years ago, it was laid on my heart that I would like to expand this at some point to help stock a food pantry. We have a great yeah. food co-op in our community, but a lot of it is canned foods. Right. And it's sort of that's sort of low nutrient dense. Right. So I'd like to, in a way, connect and maybe have provide a food pantry with some more nutrient dense food, some fresh fruits and vegetables. So at some point, that's something I would like to do in the future, just mm-hmm. to help those who maybe can't afford this type of product right now. That's awesome. So the hoodies for the homeless. If somebody's cleaning out their kids' closet. How do they go about connecting? You're like, hey, I've got, I've got six, and I haven't seen yeah. them for two years. My son won't miss them. What do they do with them? Um, they can bring them to the co-op, and we will collect those. Okay. It, there's a local shelter in Atlanta um, that will bring those to. We just, we just finished one drive for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my son collected close to 200 hoodies, from what wow. I can tell. So we just, we just finished that drive yesterday. Wow. So, but we have, yeah, we have tons and tons of hoodies. What's one of your favorite things that your family likes to do in our area? Uh, we love the North Georgia mountains. Yeah. So we're avid hikers. That's just a way we love to go up and just you know, get up in the mountains and hike some of the trails up there. And it's just relaxing, family time, mm-hmm. just connected to nature. So it's, it's, it's a good Any good Any time. favorite places in the mountains? Uh, you know, we like Unicoi State Park. Uh-huh, yeah. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah, Unicoi is a good a, one pretty easy trail for the kids yeah. too it's not too challenging but just challenging enough to yeah. where they're not grumbling the whole time <laughs> <we're> hiking. <laughs> uh, we made that mistake one time uh, a mistake we went we went to hike uh mount yona and apparently everybody had a good time but i thought everybody was miserable because oh, they no. were complaining the whole time uh and unfortunately when we got to the top it was foggy so they really couldn't get get oh. a good view <laughs> Before we wrap up, one of the things I like to do on every episode is what I call a lightning round, which has nothing to do with anything, okay. just a fun question. Sounds so good. today's lightning round is called Desert Island Drive-In. If you were washed up on a desert island and had a drive-in movie theater on it, and some, some of the millennials and younger people listening don't have any idea what a drive-in <laughs> movie theater is, oh, and no. that is a travesty that in America. That is a travesty. So if if there was a drive-in movie theater, look it up on Google if you don't know what I'm talking about, and there was playing one movie and one sitcom series, what movie and sitcom series would you want it playing? Okay, the movie, I'm in the holiday spirit, so it would have to be Elf. Elf, Elf Elf is one of my favorite movies. Good choice. Yes. Will Ferrell makes me laugh. What was the other one? A sitcom Sitcom, series. You know... I'm not really sure why, maybe because I just recently saw an episode, but the Jeffersons, 
That <laughs> 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 tells you my age a little bit, but yes. the Jeffersons make me laugh. So, and, and and it's such a. I'm glad you said that because so many people have no idea. Yeah, this millennials probably uh, have no idea. No idea the Jeffersons. And now you, I have that song in my head. Yes, moving on up. And they will probably be aghast at some of the things that passed on on, on television back then. Yeah, uh, not politically correct. Yes, yeah. not exactly, but that's why it's funny. Exactly. So, how do people find out more about you? Your website was livingwellga.com, and people can look at all of the variety of foods and products that are on there can order things through there you've got a facebook page do you have a facebook page just what's the facebook page living well ga i believe living well yeah. ga just on facebook uh, and i believe on your website actually has the links to the, the social yes, media your physical address of where you're moving in at swanee town center so we're moving in soon um, probably the end of january is my projected move-in date and that's 400 buford highway Suite 1102. It's in Swanee, 30024. It's in the Sola Swanee Town Center. Yeah, so if you're if you're like me and you took a little while to try to figure out where it is <laughs> this morning, <laughs> so if you're coming south from the Buford area and coming south on Buford Highway, it will be the building on the left past the, the main intersection, and it's the, uh, the, the lower corner of the the building so it'll be easy to find there's parking right behind and and uh out front so just know that it's that building on the left they're brand new buildings it's a beautiful area and the great thing is it's super convenient even if you're you know on the north side of Gainesville or over in even in Jackson County you can get to this location in 30 45 minutes depending on traffic so uh it's it's super close by and there's year round there are very few places like this that are open that can offer you what this place offers you so my my wife and Nora are going to become new best friends <laughs> because this is a resource and why I've been so consistent and persistent about trying to get here is this is a resource that I know from what we have done in in changing our family's diet and helping our son will change so many people's health and their life longevity and the quality of life really as you said when you change the the nutrients that you're feeding your body your body just performs better exactly and that's that's something that we can we can all have more of so Nora, i really appreciate your time thank i know you jake. got a lot going on right now <laughs> and yeah with that we'll wrap all it right. up awesome thank you jake for Thanks. having me This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.